Greetings, listener, to this London Walks podcast. My name is Rick Jones, and I invite you to attend my rugby tour, continuing on Friday afternoons throughout the Six Nations Championship. The tour is, in fact, a walk through London streets, with links to the 200-year-old game. We start at Temple Tube, 2.30 Fridays, up to and including March the 15th. The tour will tell the history of the game, review its rules and meet its characters. It was at first a variation on the game of football, played at rugby school, from which it took its name. The rugby version of the kicking sport let players use their hands. The boy, Webb Ellis, who infringed by picking up the ball and running with it, for his sporting sin became a priest, the Reverend William Webb Ellis, rector of St Clement Danes, which we shall visit. It's the Royal Air Force Church today. The Royal Air Force has a rugby team which beat the Army and the Navy at its first attempt a hundred years ago. The best-known player was the England winger Rory Underwood, who played in tests from 1984 to 96 and holds the record for the most tries scored with 49. How right that he flew jets. Anyway, do join me on the tour. Meet Temple Tube on Friday, half past two. We'll wander through the law courts on the Strand. And what are the laws of rugby football? In 1845, two decades since Webb Ellis had picked up the ball and run, the boys at rugby school wrote out the rules of their distinctive version of the game. Each school played football differently, but rugby was the first to codify their laws. The playing of a match, they said, should be announced by head of school before they all sat down to dinner. Players were offside, they stated, when another had the ball behind them. That's the basis of the game. The ball is carried by the leading player, with the others always running onto it. No player may be held, they said, unless he's in possession of the ball himself. And running in is legal, they decreed, provided players do not enter touch. No hacking with the heel, they stated, or above the knee is fair, and no one may be hacked except in scrummages. No player may wear nails projecting from their boots or iron plates secreted in the heels. That's roughly it. Today there are no more than 21 rules, though each one contains a number, sometimes quite a few, sub-clauses. Rules change periodically. The current talk is of the tackle and the upper body wrestle. Any questions? No? Let's continue. Anyway, do join me on the tour. Meet Temple Tube on Friday, half past two. And here's the London School of Economics. The LSE in Houghton Street is where Webb Ellis built his school, St Clement Danes. The two were neighbours for the first three decades of 1900s. Beatrice and Sidney Webb established it in 1895 with help from Bernard Shaw. The motto of the LSE is Rerum Cognoscere Causas, understand what causes things. The beaver in the coat of arms stands for foresight, busyness and urge to build. 
They field a rugby team which doubles as a social club. It's cheaper if you don't intend to play. In 2014, they made news for being banned on homophobic, sexist and misogynistic grounds, which once was what the game was all about. Anyway, do join me on the tour. Meet Temple Tube on Friday, half past two. And here's the Royal College of Surgeons. Before you is the Surgeons Royal College, one of rugby's greatest players was a fellow at this mighty columned hall. The Royal College of Surgeons. I'm referring to J.P.R. Williams, Welsh full-back, from 1969 to 81. A dozen years and five and fifty caps. In his time, no one was professional, but worked in Civvy Street throughout the week. This suited one who wished to be a surgeon. Tennis, which he could have played, was pro, and so he chose to concentrate on rugby, which was amateur, and meant he could continue with his orthopaedic studies. Orthopaedics? Spinal injuries. Ortho, Greek for straight, and pedics, child. At first, deformities in childhood were its main concern, but later generally, and sporting fractures are a major part. Dr Williams, playing rugby, was said not to suffer pain and never flinched from brutal tackles which made others wince. His playing was unorthodox, unstraight, in true Webb Ellis style. He wore his socks distinctively around his ankles and grew sideburns after they were in. He once amazed a 60,000 crowd by throwing in the ovoid to himself. He knew the rule book better than the ref. He went to Millfield School, a specialist in sports, established 1935. Alumni are the Welsh Nine, Gareth Edwards, former England captain and back row, Chris Robshaw, England centre, Jonathan Joseph, England fullback, Matthew Perry, Scottish centre, Adam Hastings, and his fellow Scot, who's really Welsh, Hugh Jones, my nephew. Anyway, do join me on the tour. Meet Temple Tube on Friday, half past two. The land before us now, from Theobald's Road to Guildford Street, is owned by Rugby School, although it's based 200 miles from London. This real estate is the rugby estate, in fact. A wealthy rugby merchant... Lawrence Sheriff founded it in 1567 at his death and paid for from the land he'd bought in London. Rugby school achieved renown through Thomas Hughes' book Tom Brown's School Days in the 19th century. Headmaster Thomas Arnold, with his attitude to sport and all-round learning, influenced Victorian education more than any other single individual not just here, but through the British Empire. Even France admired schooling here, and Baron Coubertin, the founder of the modern Olympic Games, based his ideas on those he thought were a Thomas Arnold's. Rugby Chapel is his resting place. His son became the poet Matthew Arnold, one of three with Tennyson and Browning, to dominate Victorian poetry. Here's a verse of Arnold's poem, Rugby Chapel. Coldly, sadly descends the autumn evening. 
the field strewn with its dank yellow drifts of withered leaves, and the elms fed into dimness apace, silent, hardly a shout from a few boys late at their play. The lights come out in the street, in the schoolroom windows, but cold, solemn, unlighted, austere, through the gathering darkness arise the chapel walls, in whose bound thy, my father, art laid. Anyway, do join me on the tour. Meet Temple Tube on Friday, half past two.